Yeah, and these are people that want some accountability, but they're but they're really creative. They're like, let's go out there. They want to be empowered to do the role. They don't necessarily want to be given strict guidelines. So, kind of give me the major the major thing you'd like me to accomplish, and let me sort of figure it out in between. And they're they're kind of fun people to be around because you don't always know what you're going to get. Hi, my name is Chris Zaug, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Teams, a podcast by Uptick the one-on-one meeting software that helps managers and their team members get on the same page. But really, it's more than that. It's actually having better conversations with one another. Not just talking about projects or status updates and all the stuff you can do via email. It digs into the nitty-gritty things, how work is going and how your team members work best. The conversations you never get to actually have. This episode is taken from our Next Level One-on-Ones course, where Michael and I discuss how to deal with accountability on the team. Different people respond different ways, and it's important to know how to handle those folks. We're going to talk about it today. So, Chris, in doing one-on-ones, you've kind of experienced that there's three core kind of perspectives mm-hmm. um, when it comes to accountability. And so no one fits perfectly into like each one of these little right. squares. It's a spectrum. Um, but, Chris, tell me first about the people that um, want to have a lot of clear accountability and how that looks for you when you're having... Yeah, typically these people love one-on-ones because it's an opportunity for them to get affirmed for what they've been doing. They want to make sure that they're doing the right stuff. They want to know exactly where the bar is so they can jump five feet over it. I mean, I've got a couple of people on my team right now. They're just classic overachievers. Mm -hmm. So they're diving in. They're really excited about getting started here because they want that accountability, that kind of meshing with the manager for Mm -hmm. sure. Now, they have issues too and that sometimes they can bite off way more than they can chew. They're really excited. And they're the type of people that when they don't complete their um, their priorities or they don't complete the things they want to do in a week, they actually feel bad. Mm-hmm. So it's really important as a manager to, to recognize those people and say, hey, let's make sure we've got manageable expectations before we get started. So no, we're not going to complete nine different major projects in the next seven days. It's like it's not going to work out because they'll just constantly be disappointed. Um, so that's that's a kind of a management thing there. It's like these are these are typically overachieving people who are excited to meet with you and find out what you want. So it's really important that you are sort of a governor to them. Don't let them get out of control or they'll be discouraged by the process. Yeah, yeah. And so the next category is one that I actually kind of fit more closely into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so share a little bit about about that. Yeah, and these are people that want some accountability, but they're but they're really creative. They're like, let's go out there. They want to be empowered to do the role. They don't necessarily want to be given strict guidelines. So kind of give me the major, the major thing you'd like me to accomplish Mm -hmm. and let me sort of figure it out in between. And they're, they're kind of fun people to be around because you don't always know what you're going to get because um, you're, you're giving them a little bit more leeway, but those are the kind of people that are also afraid of being policed. So they can be a little bit claustrophobic. You know, Mm -hmm. like if you, if you come in and you say, okay, we're going to do these priorities and we're going to do them this way, they're going to feel like, I can't breathe. You know, I, I don't have the I don't have the freedom to express who I am. Mm-hmm. So it, as an example, we've got a developer on our team who um, at one point we were giving like precise, you know, pixel, you know, direction. And he hated his job because he had no opportunity to to speak into the process at all. There's no opportunity for self-expression. No, nothing. Either. Nothing. It's just like, okay, now I'm just a robot and I do exactly what I do. So one, once I realized that he kind of fit into the second group, I thought, okay. How do we give the general direction so we get the product that we want, 
but not restrict him so much that he feels like he's in a box. Mm -hmm. So that's a really, really important thing to think about. And hopefully when you've, when you develop that level of trust with them and they get that you're empowering them, then when they're having issues and obstacles, they'll initiate with you. And that's kind of cool where it's mm -hmm. like, Hey, I got this question for you. I'd like to like to kind of work it through with you mm -hmm. as opposed to kind of being a little bit like, well, if I come in, then he's going to give me more direction and more stuff that I really don't want. So you, when you, when you work that the right way, you'll know that you're winning when they come to you for some interaction. Totally. So kind of a go back on those first two groups, the first group, the risk is not giving enough direction. They feel like they'll flounder. Right. And without giving enough context so they don't oversubscribe themselves, they'll feel like they're constantly in exactly. failing. The second group, it's more that you want to make sure that you're clarifying the direction so that you are making sure you're getting the outcome you want, but not stifling their contribution and expression if they have more to, to bring to the table than just like, I, I love my task list. Thank you for my, for my how I can succeed. Yep. That spectrum slides further and further to the point where there can be people that are resistant to any accountability. Yeah, I, I typically they can be what we call hiders or they're insecure or they're untrusting. And this is, again, we've talked about this in past sessions. This is where you really have to be careful about judging things too quickly. Um, as a manager, sometimes you can take things personally. You get a little bit hot under the collar because they're not responding to you the way perhaps these first two groups are. They're, they're going, they're moving forward. You're seeing growth. Mm -hmm. This group, you kind of need to... to to figure out what the pathology is. Why are they untrusting? Were they given, as I as in the um, uh, example that I've given in a previous session, mm -hmm. were they given expectations or, or were they not given expectations, but they, they were placed on them that they didn't know about? Yeah, held accountable to something they didn't exactly. realize they were responsible so for. So I walk in, nobody likes to be surprised, right? So you walk into a meeting and I say, hey, Michael, how's this project going? And you're looking at me like, I've never even heard of that project. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, that happens to people. And, yeah. and, you know, supposedly they were magically supposed to pick it up and they didn't. And so that might be something there. They may have been burned. Sometimes people are just kind of the, let me slip over the bar type of people too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and you need to figure out how to inspire them to greater work. Like asking questions like, uh, when was the time you feel like you really put out over and above? And how did that feel to you? when you completed the project, trying to, trying to build on their successes mm -hmm. that will really help them kind of maybe have more energy for their role. And then some people are just going to be perpetually unhappy and they're going to have a problem and it could be pathological and you could never get there. Mm -hmm. But after a, a period of time, you need to be honest with yourself as a manager too, and just say, look, I, I can't rehabilitate this relationship. And so then you start having conversations with people about ways that they can exercise their gifts in a different place. Mm -hmm. So whether it's different teams, if it's just yeah. not the right fit within like right. your team or within the company, right. or if it's just time to move on. Yeah. I've never, I've been fortunate. I've never had to let anybody go with you're terrible. I hate you leave. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, 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 it's more like, Hey, this isn't working. You know, I want you to, you to be fulfilled in your role. I want you to feel like when you come to work, you're excited about what you're doing. And I don't feel like I'm providing that for you. Mm -hmm. So let's find a place for you to thrive. Yeah. And I think one, one point to bring up here is we said, it's kind of like a spectrum. Right. That doesn't mean that uh, the first archetype, the people that enjoy more structure, enjoy more uh, specific expectations, are in a better position than group totally. two. It's not like it's a slow slide towards not wanting any accountability. Right, right. So I, I guess uh, spectrum was probably uh, not the best way for me to to tee that up. Right. Yeah. Groups one and two are are both high achievers. 
Mm-hmm. They're just that they like different types of accountability. Yeah. So in some ways, you're right. The third is more like an outlier. Like it's it's kind of a, a it could be in either one of those first two sections because mm-hmm. somebody could be really high accountability and still be I'm high accountability, but I have no trust in this relationship and I wanna I wanna hide it. You know. So I think that's one of those things you just mm-hmm. kind of kind of play off of and figure it out. But yeah, there's no especially with the first two. There's no better or worse there. I you know yeah. both, both people are gonna get great work done. Yeah, just differences of styles. Exactly. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to Let's Talk Teams. If you have any other questions, we'd love to talk with you. You can hit us up on Twitter at Uptick App, or you can also message us personally. Our info is in the show notes. If you want to make your one-on-ones better with your team or with your manager, check out Uptick by visiting uptickapp.com.